I think Vishal and I have the opposite problem where we yeah. just we remember too much. Yeah. Like uh, people, we remember names. At least I, I remember names of people I've met years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah and when I see them thing. again, it's kind of creepy how much I remember about them. So I have to pretend like I don't know stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, it's like there's no way I remember something that happened ten years ago. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. It's happened to me. <laughs> For like, me, this happens with like very. I'm sorry, I cut you off. But for me, this happens for like very stupid things. Like I remember very like, uh, very like detailed stuff about people that they don't even remember themselves. Like I had this person on Discord that I was talking to like back in 2017-18, right? We stopped talking mm-hmm. for two years until the pandemic started, and then okay. you know we continued to talk. And like I remember like a bunch of shit from their life and they kind of have found it creepy. <laughs> um, yeah, that happens. Absolutely. Exactly. Related. Yeah. Exactly the same thing happens to her and me. Yeah. I mean, like sometimes I have to pretend like I don't know stuff just so it doesn't come off as creepy. And I, I think it's that. sometimes it's like it's a boon, but also sometimes it's not a good thing. It's a pain, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say it's a good thing? It's it's a good thing. I mean, I I need to try it. I need to try like <laughs> pretending that I don't know stuff. It's just boring. Yeah. I mean, have you seen uh, the show Suits by any chance? Nah, I haven't. Okay, there's a character called Mike Ross in it, and he is like uh, he has like a photographic memory, and he remembers a lot of stuff. So I guess if we want to become like really high-powered lawyers like him or something, then probably it would be a really really good thing. So it depends on what you choose to do in life as well, I guess. Like, yeah. uh, like so that would also you determine. Do you watch like in- English shows? Do you watch like English shows? Not a lot. I usually, uh, like, sometimes when my friends like recommend me a show on Netflix, I subscribe to Netflix just to watch that show. But then I don't go beyond that. Like, mm-hmm. like last time I watched. Um, um something on netflix was like cable girls and like my my friend was like yeah you should watch it's like it's like a spanish drama and i was like yeah sure why not and i watched it and i, I was like oh shit now i have like 27 days of netflix left so what should i do it uh what should i use it on and i didn't use it at all it's just yeah i'm, I'm very boring i, I don't watch it so what, what language uh, do you speak at home do you speak azerbaijani it's a... yeah I speak Azerbaijani, I speak Russian, I speak uh, Turkish and English. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah we can usually, relate to uh, being multilingual as well, because in India, most, like, almost everybody is multilingual oh, here as well. Yeah, so we're from India. Yeah, we're from yeah, India. Yeah. yeah, I know. Oh, you do? Yes. But I never yeah. mentioned it. But he no, got to know from our names, I guess. No, but I have I watched the podcast before. Oh, oh you did. That's okay. nice. Yeah. Of course <laughs> I did. Oh. Cool. Yeah, so you were saying that oh, you study business. Uh, yeah, are you I done think... or are you still studying? I the, Right now, I actually uh, I have passed my exams like nine days ago. That was oh. the reason why I couldn't schedule it for the previous Sunday. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was doing my exams. Okay. So which year of your course are you in? I'm finished. Um, I was senior, but now I'm done pretty much. So okay. we're going to have a commencement in like nine days or something. And okay. Then... Is it a three-year course there as well for business and like other courses like, like that? So 
Um, it's uh, they like to uh, what is it called? Uh, they like to I've got the word, but like they they basically uh, it's a four year course and okay. uh, they like to milk it. Yeah, they like to milk it milk it all the way. So they offer you like very uh, BS courses in the first year that uh, for all students like uh, like sociology, you have humanities and stuff uh, basically. Okay. And then you have your own courses which come in the last like two and a half years. Mm. So basically that's yeah, four years. Okay. okay. So what was like the most BS course that you had to take? <laughs> Probably philosophy. Uh, yeah, definitely <laughs> philosophy. All what? the philosophy students out there are getting offended. I don't care. What about I, like, I hated that class with passion. <laughs> what Why? What's so bad about it? Yeah. yeah, what is so bad about uh, it? It's like, I don't know. Obviously, to me, uh, like, it's my own opinion and I'm probably wrong. I mean, I'm definitely wrong. But, like, I don't, I don't okay. see it as a, as something that you need to, like, need to, like, learn about. Like, it's just... You make up stuff on the go, like you use mm -hmm. certain uh, certain terms to make connections with some theories and stuff. But like, yeah, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. It's like, uh, like we've learned about, um, I don't remember them exactly, but like we've learned about different, um, um, different concepts, uh, like, um, I, I already don't remember them, but like <laughs> studying it as a professional course is, I don't know, probably yeah. not that, uh, that sensible, I guess. I don't know. But, but like, if you see, like almost everything we do in life has some connection to some sort of philosophy or the other, right? Like, for example, capitalism, uh, this, like and the other ideologies, all of them are some sort of philosophy at their core. Yeah, but like the the thing the thing that that I didn't like about philosophy, let's say like there's this, uh, like there's certain perspectives, right? Perspectives like let's say there's a deontological the perspective or something like that. Basically, uh, your people are saying that if you if you're subscribing to this perspective, then you're right. But if you're subscribing to this perspective, then you're also right. But if you're subscribing to this perspective, then you're also right. That that's what I hate about it. There's like oh. no objective truth to it. Like if you're mm -hmm. subscribed to different perspectives, you you are equally as right if you're subscribed to something else. That's what I hate about it. It's, There's no like, so basically the subject no is too politically correct for you. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Like I cannot be right. I cannot be right here. You know. <laughs> I guess you that's mean, life too. No, you mean you can't be wrong, right? Because everything is right for everyone according to their yeah. own uh, beliefs. But if someone cannot be wrong, can I truly be right? Though? Like, you know? <laughs> that, uh, that does make sense. So you said after your course, you have a commencement. But doesn't the word commencement mean like start of something? Is it called commencement? Commencement is like a graduation ceremony, no? But doesn't commencement, like the word in itself, mean the start? Or I might be wrong, not sure. Yeah, yeah. it means the start and also uh, it's a ceremony. It's, okay. it's the name of, for the ceremony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't even yeah, make sense, yeah, I think does we it? We can all agree English is pretty weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. I'm not gonna... yeah. <laughs> so what is the ceremony actually? Uh, so, well, since uh, we cannot have face-to-face -face ceremony um, due to the pandemic, obviously, yeah. uh, we're going to have it like on Zoom. It's going to be uh, pretty bad. I can oh, imagine. Man. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have like speeches and stuff. Yep. Uh, our mm. pictures are gonna show up. 
Yeah, we can relate to this. Our commencement, like, so we are in, we are about to be done with college. So our commencement uh, is also probably most likely going to be like this. So we can definitely yeah. relate to what you're going through. Right now. Are people expected to dress up? Uh, I don't think people are expected to have their video cameras. Uh, oh, okay. With. Yeah. So you might not even listen to it like halfway through. You might get bored of it. <laughs> probably yeah i mean that's what i usually did in classes as well like i was like cooking something i was like sometimes i was playing games but don't tell this to my parents uh, yeah i mean at this point don't they know my yeah. parents know that i never listen to classes oh my God. yep same here yeah I, I do but like whenever it's like something boring like whenever the lecturer is talking about they're like past or whatever their childhood like i i don't could i couldn't care less about it i just like you know do my own thing so you uh you studied in turkey but you so you moved yeah so pretty much uh in azerbaijan usually you have a lot of people uh who don't really like the educational system i mean for a good reason right. um yeah, well, because it's it's not that good. It's um it's not up to par. It's not um. You have to basically either be involved in like let's say dishonest activities, uh, or you have to have like a lot of uh, money available to be, um, you know, mm-hmm. to have to get like private. Uh, Are you private, talking like, about tutoring. nepotism by any chance, where people just favor nepotism? The, uh, like yeah, they nepotism, get... maybe like bribery. Um, okay. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's 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 uh, it happens all the time in like post-Soviet countries. Uh, okay. Yeah, the educational system kind of sucks here. We obviously do have like a few like top unis, which are pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, but they're still not as good as like some of the unis in Turkey. Um, so that was the primary reason why I went to Turkey to begin with. I just wanted to get um, decent education. So do most of the people go to Turkey or is there any other country that they prefer? Most of the people, um, I, I would say, don't have the means to do so. They're kind of stuck here. Um, but I was lucky to be brought up, you know, in a decent family, I suppose. And like we, we've had the chance to... Well, I've had the chance to uh, study abroad, uh, but okay. a lot of people don't have uh, the means. Uh, unfortunately, they're stuck here. Some people mm-hmm. get a, like a good scholarship, and they can eat, uh, also study completely for free. Um, that happens as well. Uh, but yeah, how how competitive are those, are those scholarships? Are they really competitive that most people don't get them, or are they kind of like? Uh, widely available. I would say uh, most people don't get them. They're like super competitive since you have to have like yeah. top scores. Okay. Um, you you're, you need to be like in one top one percent percentile pretty much. Okay. Uh, so what other countries do people go to for college? I'd say I would say the I would say Turkey is um, best the best one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say Turkey is a majority of people mm-hmm. go to Turkey since it's close, and also the cultures okay. are uh, kind of similar. Um, I don't know about. I have I've had a lot of people go to Czech Republic, um, the okay. UK. What about uh, what about Russia? Russia has some really good university right uh, universities, right? And being a post-Soviet country, uh, don't a lot of people, uh, for example, like yourself, it's a, a speak Russian. So wouldn't it yeah. be much easier for them to go study? Uh, I think uh, most of the people are exposed to Turkish language more. Uh, we have uh, a bunch, like a lot of people watch uh, Turkish uh, shows and stuff, uh, so they're exposed okay. to the language and people more through there. 
I would say uh, in terms of knowing Russian, I am, I would say me and a lot of uh, young people are an exception since um, a lot of like 30 plus year olds are probably are in, fluent in Russian, but I was, I'm fluent only because uh, my family is talking in Russian a lot. Most of okay. the youth uh, is not very proficient in Russian nowadays. They only know like uh, Azeri and English. Is is that another name for Azerbaijani uh no it's not a lot of people get triggered by it like you no know, azeris basically um a lot of azerbaijanis who don't care about whether they say what they call the language azeri or azerbaijani they just say azeri because it rolls off the tongue better okay. uh but i just say azeri because i don't find any issues with it now the controversy is in that azeri is an actual language that mm-hmm. uh died like like a centuries ago or something i don't really know exactly it's like a persian or something language okay uh so yeah so people say like so, that, that that's not the name of the language and stuff but like i don't really mind and a lot of people don't mind either so it's kind okay. of like a dead language that's come back basically yeah it's the name of a, no 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 it's the name of a dead language oh but it's, okay it has completely no relation to like azerbaijani language okay, okay. but people use that word to refer to the azerbaijani language nowadays which triggers some easier, set of people. easier to pronounce yeah it triggers some okay <laughs> but uh so you speak azeri at home but what how did you learn a russian and uh, we, Turkish? Uh, we speak okay we speak half russian half azeri sometimes okay. i even uh, add, uh, add english words to it because i just forget i i mostly talk in english nowadays uh mm-hmm. especially you know online um but uh, at home we speak uh half russian half azeri um it's actually quite common a lot of people get surprised when they find out that you know um people in like uh, eastern countries like east europe uh or asia like no multiple languages but for us it's quite common it's quite common like yeah we we usually like if i go outside like if i go to a starbucks i can initiate a conversation in russian in Azeri or in english Mm -hmm. and people will reply back in that same language yeah, so we can relate. Like convenient. I said, most people in India too are multilingual. So it's just that it's just these mostly English-speaking countries. The people who live in these English-speaking countries, I think they're the ones who are very surprised when uh, people speak multiple languages because they don't have any real need to learn other languages. I guess because most of the world speaks English, so it's yeah, much exactly. easier for them to. And what about Turkish then? Turkish. Um. So, uh, my sister, for example, she always watched the Turkish movies uh so mm-hmm. like when when you know she's quite proficient at it i'm not i'm not gonna lie like turkish and azeri are very similar they have okay. a lot of similar words but the way i guess the way you pronounce things is are the scripts different. almost the same as well yeah it's the same we have i believe we only have a single letter difference like we have oh, a which okay. they don't have they basically okay. uh, almost like a lot of words they change from a to a uh, we change from a to a but they don't use a at all okay. uh, so that's pretty much the only difference and there's like a lot of like uh, we have a lot of words from uh loan words from russian we have a lot of uh like persian words but turks usually don't have a lot of russian words they have a lot of more 
Arabic words. Arabic words, yeah. Because Turkey was never a part of the Soviet Union, right? So I guess that influenced it. And also our cultures are like very sim, uh, very similar, but also different at the same time. We're both Muslims, mm. uh, but it's fine for us, for example, um, to, you know, Ramadan, right? For example, whenever yep. we're yeah. fasting, right? Yeah. Uh, it's fine for us to, let's just say, uh, for some people to like drink alcohol, like during oh, okay. Ramadan and still be like fasting or like after it, they can just, a lot of people, they can, they subscribe to Islam, but they can like eat pork, like me, for example, eat oh. pork or drink alcohol. Like right now, like in a few hours, I'm going to be cooking bolognese and it's going to have pork in it, for example, <laughs> and I'm com- I'm going to be completely fine with it. A lot of people are like that. But so you're example, saying the, the form of Islam in Azerbaijan isn't as uh, orthodox as in Turkey? Okay. That's what yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. due to basically being uh, under Soviets, pretty much, we have mm-hmm. a lot of uh, pork, a lot of alcohol, and it's okay. fine. So it's kind of like a more westernized form of Islam, if I could say yeah, that. It, it's definitely a lot more liberal, but people don't realize it here. They just think it's normal. They think it's like this everywhere. Mm-hmm. So what's next for that's you? That's really interesting. I never knew that. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, yeah and it's it's uh, it's kind of annoying as well because um, people, you know, uh, in other countries where mm-hmm. Islam is more uh, more conservative, more okay. strict, yeah. people might say that, oh, you're not a real Muslim, you know, just because yeah. you're not subscribed to their beliefs you're yeah. you just kind of do your own thing and uh, it's it's definitely quite annoying in that sense yeah have you had any, any faux pas like have you had any like funny incidents where uh, when you went to another country with the more conservative form of islam like uh, you did something without like you thought it was normal it was normal for you but in like in their eyes it wasn't it was like kind of weird what you were doing has that ever happened um uh, the only real um the only real instance uh, when I actually did interact with other Muslims was probably in Turkey and the community okay. that I was in, um, the community that I was in is was actually very progressive. Like people really didn't care about religion to begin with. They okay. probably drank as much alcohol as I did. Um, so I don't really have an example to that. Okay. Probably online, probably online in a lot of instances I did have those. So Azerbaijan is pretty uh, like... It, it's a pretty oil-rich country, right? If I'm yes, not wrong. very. I, I, the reason I know this is because of a James Bond movie, funnily enough. Wait, really? Yeah, uh, have you seen The World Is Not Enough? No, I haven't. Yeah, anyway, it's one of those <laughs> older 90s James Bond movies. We have like a few, well, pretty much Azerbaijan is called The Land of Fires. So like we have, uh, we have a lot of places where like we just light up gas on fire and it's like it's it's pretty cool you can see how oil rich we are wait uh, is azerbaijan where that uh, whole the bit of oil that's on fire is right i'm not sure i heard that no, this... i'm pretty sure it's in iran no no it's not in iran is that is that why they have those um flame towers or something because you oh, guys yeah, are obsessed yeah. okay, with fire okay, i'm wrong yeah, yeah it's in, have, okay have... it's in turkmenistan apparently. yeah it's okay. yeah it's Tur- turkmenistan yeah it was like a very like it looks like lava or something i remember yeah, i yeah, saw a picture yeah. of that yeah yeah but we do we do have flame towers it's like three buildings that look like um look like flames and they also lit up at night and 
very cool is fire a big part of like the culture as well because uh, like you i think is there like a persian influence in azerbaijan or is it mainly uh, like the, uh, other uh, ethnic ethnic communities itself like yeah there's there's influence pretty much from everywhere uh there's influence uh from almost all countries there's influence from russia um uh, influence from russia turkey persia georgia yeah just it's influence pretty okay. much from everywhere um you know uh, one thing one example that i can give you regarding uh fire like we have um mm-hmm. we have a holiday called novruz uh we basically okay. there's a tradition where you jump over a fire like you jump over a fire you, to celebrate it i guess that actually that's ironic because i believe it's against islam to like jump over a fire or mess around with it oh okay uh, but i'm not quite sure I've, i've been told that you know this this quite a lot of instances like this when we do something that mm-hmm. is traditionally and objectively if i'm honest against uh, islam but we do it because you know tradition but uh, why have you like, done that have I you mean, done that probably when i was a kid i jumped over a fire yeah but no but, but why what do you mean over as in you just jump over it or do you jump like into it like does the fire touch no, you no, no. no it doesn't touch you. it's <laughs> usually it's usually quite small i mean people go liberal with it like they do it okay. like it's like almost like by jumping over a fire do you mean i am sorry i cut you off uh, i'm jump by yeah. jumping over a fire do you mean like a one a line of coal like coal blocks are lit mm. and then you jump like, over you it? like you like get like usually in neighborhoods like you just get whatever like dried up like tree trunks or whatever you can find then you like build a fireplace and then okay. you just jump over it pretty much yeah okay no but what is is that like a story behind yeah or, yeah the like a significance of it i i am not really sure about historical context but um yeah i'm not really sure about the historical context but pretty much uh, that's like one part of novruz uh, for us uh and then we have like a bunch of other stuff we like uh cook uh different uh sweets and stuff uh that's traditional um mm-hmm. to this region like baklava for example uh but we do it our own way and then we have a few other stuff um and we also do something that is very similar to what is it called like when you like uh color eggs and stuff and you like break them it's in, it's in it's in christian uh, oh, are you talking about something tradition. like easter Easter yeah it's pretty much like this but what we do is we like color eggs in like traditional uh colors and patterns and like we break them like we break uh, we do like those competition where like one person like holds their egg and the other one like breaks it uh breaks their egg with someone else's egg like basically do that stuff what like what is your uh, like why why did you say it's uh, against islam why do you feel uh, jumping the jumping over the fire thing is against islam like what what do you have like what's uh, what problem exactly does it cause according to you um according to me i mean i personally like i don't really have any issues with almost anything like i don't really care what other people do mm-hmm. uh you know like i'm not very uh very strict uh with religion uh i couldn't care less like what you wear what you do you know if you're sinning i i really don't care uh but with that particular i believe uh like i mean I've, a lot of people like a lot of old people are you know to- can tell you like a lot of like bullshit uh when you're raised just so you don't do it and yeah. uh, what i've been told that basically you like messing with fire is a sin uh like jumping over it is i suppose like disrespectful in some sense 
but I'm not really sure why. I mean, I haven't looked it up. Okay. So are you in Azerbaijan right now or in yeah. Turkey? You yeah, are? I'm in Azerbaijan right now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and what's... are you from that capital city or? Uh... Yeah. From, um, you're oh, from Baku, okay. is it? Yeah. Nice. But have you seen like uh, Azerbaijan, the country? Yeah, I have. Um, so my, um, my parents' side is kind of from all over the place so like we have a lot of relatives in georgia too actually so uh we used to have road trips when we just drove by car to georgia which is like a few uh, like a thousand kilometers away so we naturally just you know looked all over the country uh so yeah baku is right next to the caspian sea is it? yeah it is so that must like so it's it's i'm guessing it's a pretty beautiful city then since it's right next to the caspian sea um Kind of, yes, but unfortunately, um, like, it, it sounds good on paper, but, like, because there's been a lot of, um, like, you know, people messed with nature, like, they got a lot of oil out of the sea, like, there's been a lot of instances where uh, they didn't really uh, care about, like, oil spillage or uh they didn't really care about how the you know they didn't care about the ocean in general like you cannot just go out and like uh go inside of the uh, water in the caspian sea at least in the region that i'm living right now in the center of the city because it's just so it's just so bad it's very the water quality is very bad it's been kind of pretty badly mismanaged is what you're saying yeah pretty much yeah but is there like boating and other activities that they allow on the sea like it's a pretty yeah, it's huge not, sea i'm guessing right the caspian sea yeah yeah it's not quite popular though like you don't have a lot of um you don't have a lot of people do boating cuz it's also like expensive as well so the weather must be really humid yeah it kind of is it, it kind of <laughs> is it's also very uh very windy as well oftentimes okay. okay so which is better turkey or azerbaijan according to you <laughs> we're putting you both on the spot have, both have their <laughs> own quirks um for sure. I think um, I think I like Azerbaijan better due to the fact that it's just so culturally diverse. There's a lot of going on. Um, there, there are a lot of like interests that you can be involved in. There's a lot of people you can meet uh, who will for sure have like views that you're subscribing to as well. It's both cosmopolitan is what you're saying basically. <sighs> I guess, but I would I say guess. Turkey is more of that, right? Because um, it has more international travelers, and mm-hmm. but Azerbaijan also have those as well. But obviously not at the same volume. Uh, mm. I mean, I have definitely met a lot of you know people from different countries. Like I've met a lot of Americans in Istanbul, in Istanbul. Uh, which which I couldn't really do in here here in Baku. Um, I I probably still go for Baku though. So so what's next now that you're done with college? Now that I'm done, um, I've applied to a few um, to a few postgraduate um, to um, to a few postgraduate programs uh, in the UK. Um, okay. So I suppose if I like my offers, um, probably pursue them. Otherwise, I will most likely just uh, get a certain like, qualifications maybe uh, for my job, which which sounds very boring. And then I'll probably be living in the corporate world for the next few days. And, I'm, and then what, I'm going to do my... What interview. exactly are you interested in in the business world? Is it finance um, that really interests you or is it something else? Or is it like sales? Yeah, sales. Yeah, yeah uh, mostly I am into accounting and consulting. 
Okay, so the boring stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the boring stuff exactly. Uh, I I like to do everything by the book, by the rules. You know, make sure everything complies with regulation and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, the boring. Stuff. Only in your work or like in real life as well? <laughs> uh, sorry, do I work? Uh, only oh, in only your work. work. <laughs> uh, Probably not. Uh, like I am, I am very boring in that sense that I try to do everything right. By the book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, but like I'm, I'm very messy. Like, for example, my room is like always very messy. Uh, unlike my PC, for example, everything is in nice and own place. Uh, but I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that my professional life translates well uh, to my personal life now. Yeah. That. Okay. I mean, that it shouldn't, right? For anybody, I don't think that should be the case. With that should yeah. be stays. That should. Stay stay separate and they should stay separate. shouldn't yeah. influence each other too much I guess. but you're still not a risk taker in real life as well in your personal life is it like <laughs> would you say that <laughs> it's hard to say like i like to gamble like i like to play blackjack and poker uh okay. but like otherwise like i try to not uh i try to like not take many risks like when i was younger i was very stupid you know i very aren't we all aren't we all yeah like when I was bicycling, I used to like do like a lot of stupid shit. Like I didn't like obey many traffic laws and stuff. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, you might say that I was a risk taker. But right now, I'm I'm just trying to not die or not get <laughs> any permanent injuries. I suppose. Mm -hmm. You said you're into gambling, right? Have you ever been to Vegas or Macau or one of those places? Nah, I haven't been. I have been to the US. Which countries nah, have you yeah. been to other than or the Turkey and other than Turkey and um, Georgia? Georgia. So. I've been to uh I've been to Cyprus uh okay. I've been to Greece I've been to mm -hmm. the UK What about Russia? Much. Have you been to I Russia? haven't been to Russia. I haven't dude. I'm okay. I'm so sad about it. I I want to go to Russia cuz I know the damn language but yeah, I haven't been to the It should be country. really easy for you to travel. Yeah. To yeah, it should be but I haven't been there. No. I really want to go to Moscow. Mm -hmm. but it's too cold i think isn't it oh, i like cold like i, I hate anything related to heat <laughs> mm -hmm. oh i like people yeah <laughs> yeah i kind of like, that kind of makes sense to me i feel become being colder and then trying to make yourself warmer is better than being hotter and trying to make yourself colder. that's what i'm saying dude <laughs> like whenever whenever you're hot like the only thing you can do to reduce the you know reduce your temperature is remove clothes and you can only remove so many clothes right yeah, yeah. So whenever you're cold <laughs> You can put on an unless you're in one of those uh, beaches in France or Brazil, I guess. And right. when you're hot, it's like you sweat as well, which is not yeah. nice. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, we whenever all I'm cold, I like put on like ten blankets over me, like yeah. just to remain warm. And that's that you know, that you can cozy feeling control. is is it's an emotion. It's not just a feeling. Yes. That, yeah. But you know, when you're too I cozy, understand. you don't feel like doing any work. That is also true. Yeah, that's true yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how it's, people in these cold countries wake up and do work. I would just never get up. It's a small price to pay for comfort, I guess. I don't know. That's yeah. what I would say. <laughs> small. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. So do you want to keep uh, working? Uh, do you want to work in Azerbaijan or another country? I would say that my potential in another country would be higher. Um mm -hmm. But personally, I mean, I have the option of remaining here or going somewhere abroad. Now, with my choice would highly, I suppose, depend on, you know, which corporation I get into, uh, which, okay. you know, which company accepts me, what's the pay, what are my future prospects and stuff. That's the only 
prerequisite votes for me staying here or going somewhere else. But luckily I have the option of getting out of the country, which I have to say that a lot of people don't have that option. Like their parents just do not allow. And usually what their parents say is the, you know, will determine your rest of mm. your life pretty much. No, I was just going to so say good. that's pretty much how it is in most countries, I guess, at least in the Asian and, um, eastern european countries at least i'm guessing like your like family like uh i don't know how to explain it like your you really uh listen uh, yeah you're really attached to your family and you really uh listen to their opinions and uh value it a lot and do uh do things according to what they say sometimes which is not yeah. really the case in uh their opinion like influences all your yeah decisions. which is not really a, the case in a lot of the uh, western countries i is what i feel but i'm not sure if that's entirely accurate. yeah i th- i think i I definitely agree with you. Like, um, in our case, it's not uh, very unusual for, let's say, if you're in mid-20s and you still live with your parents, yeah. they still, you know, support you. But what I've heard in a lot of the cases, obviously, it's not, uh, like, always the same. But in all of the cases, I heard when in America, for example, they just kick you out when you're, like, 18 or 18, something. That's yeah, weird yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of... It's like a brutal form of, like... Uh, making them get their own independence, I guess. Yeah. Tough love. Yeah, tough love. It if it works for you, if it works, if it doesn't, and you screw up, uh, too bad for you, I guess. I think that's their logic. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the situation about like with co- Corona over there? Um, a lot of people were subscribing to conspiracy theories, like you know the usual conspiracy theories that we all know about. Um, what are those? Okay. Uh, like you know obviously like you know covid is just a flu uh you know covid isn't real it's a government (laughs) yeah i think i think that those weren't unique to azerbaijan i think a lot most of the countries around the world had people who uh, were making such conspiracy theories yeah yeah like you know it's 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 obviously it's very weird to me like you're you're saying pretty much something is a conspiracy among 180 plus countries you know they have agreed upon you know uh faking an illness when they cannot even like agree upon drawing their borders properly like how how can you believe that you know yeah i mean when people can believe that the uber rich and powerful are lizards then this is not then this is exactly uh, for those people i don't think this would be that unbelievable either how yeah. how is it that you're 20 years old if you're done with college of four years? Uh, so our uh, schools are 11 uh, years long. So we finished, well, at least in my days when I started my school, it was 11. Right now it's 12, it's 12 for whoever is going to enroll in schools now. Uh, but I was lucky uh, my school uh, when I was like 17. Um, and then I basically enrolled in my classes when I was 17. Okay. Yeah. So you were quite young when you moved out. Yeah, I was. Like, imagine, like, I basically started my uni and in my first, uh, like, in my freshman year, right, I had a bunch of, like, I be- I remember, it, like, it gives me PTSD, but, like, I, I remember there was this class. People were saying, like, their, um, like, which year they were born in. Like, uh, one person was saying 19... 1980 and you know 1995 or whatever and i'm like so they're way older than you basically yeah 
I was in 2000. Like everyone was looking at me at 2000. What are you doing here? And it was it was kind of you were kind of the baby of the class. Then, you know, I was the baby. I was always the baby. I I finished. I started as a baby and I finished as a baby. <laughs> people people don't finish at mm-hmm. finish uni at 20 years old. They usually do yeah. it at 22. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What uh what's the postgraduate course uh, like? What specializations have you uh are you interested in for your postgraduate studies? Probably bank banking banking and risk like consulting and accounting accounting and finance so the boring so is stuff, this is this what you really like to do or uh, you yeah. just is it okay yeah i would say so uh, i mean initially um i was really thinking about getting a psychology degree um i would say um i really like helping people i really like talking people about their issues like i have a lot of uh it's it's like a really friends. relaxing, cathartic experience. Yes. Yeah, I I I'll describe it the same pretty much. Like I really like talking about someone's personal issues for some reason. Yeah. Uh, you know, psychology degree would equip me with the necessary tools to do it in a more technical way, in a more like helpful way. And I suppose I I could have even gotten into psychi- psychiatry if I really wanted to. Um. But yeah, but I was um, advised against taking a psychology degree, uh, mainly by my parents, because it doesn't really pay that well as, you know, as a finance degree would. Oh, okay. Compared to a finance degree. Okay. That makes more sense. Because generally even psychiatrists and psychologists like do pretty well for themselves, right? Um, Yeah, but I believe like, for example, in Azerbaijan, you don't really have uh many people going to therapy like you don't really have many people thinking okay uh that mental illnesses are like a big problem okay. especially so you're men. saying there's like a stigma around going to therapy basically. yeah okay and there's no there's no stigma but uh, around therapy but i there's like a stigma around like mental illnesses like people are not really okay. educated in mental illnesses mm-hmm. they don't really see it as an illness like a physical illness you know yeah like a disability i think yeah. that's uh, true in a lot of places yeah. but it's slowly changing yeah yeah at it least is. it's not as yeah. bad as it was before i true. think true yeah i think the problem for people is it's not exactly uh, an issue that's uh, obvious to the naked eye right away i guess it's like once you interact with the person and talk to them a bit only then the problem really presents itself i guess so people probably because of that don't understand it um, uh, as well as they would like other physical ailments probably. Yeah. Yeah. But do you still study it like by yourself just out of interest? Read I, stuff or something? Yeah, read for sure. Study, no. Uh, but read for sure. Um, I have a lot of students, I have a lot of uh, friends who are psychology students mm-hmm. uh, and who are like invo- like involved with like um, helping kids or whatever who have like mental illnesses um, and we, we talk about you know we talk about a lot of you know technical stuff and I really do enjoy it uh, but I would say that you know uh, probably like psych- taking psychology course or like being involved in therapy would be quite uh, mentally you know tolling for me so I think I made the right call uh, in terms of not getting a psych degree, because it, it is really challenging. 
why do you say that that it would be mentally uh, like it would take a mental toll on you because you have to you know you have well i really care about people like in a sense that like i have to obviously whenever i'm doing therapy i have to place myself in a more like take a more objective stance on something but at the same time i need to remain empathetic so i can help someone and you cannot have like a personal relationship obviously with your uh with your patients mm -hmm. uh like i feel like if i would like get into therapy like i would just you know think about someone way too much like i would like you know therapy ses session is done then i would still think about them like you would you would on. get personally attached you see i think most of us have this problem where it's hard for us to say anything to a person mm -hmm. who is uh, having problems you know most of the time we don't know what to say to them so yeah you probably don't have that problem and you know I, all you probably have the right thing to say always. yeah i i have absolute filter like i'm just going to be straight up like what i what is on my mind i'm just going to say it um most of the times and like whenever i feel like someone is having like like a bad day or whatever i'm just like like do you want to talk about it or whatever like i feel like it's quite normal uh for me personally um yeah so your friends are very lucky to have you yeah you they uh, always have a to turn to when and like an home. honest uh, opinion if they need one i, I would I, i hope they uh, hold this opinion uh, <laughs> i i cannot say what they think about me but i hope <laughs> they hold this opinion you can never i mean they're still your friends right yeah. so they probably yeah, think that that's true yeah. so what about the food in azerbaijan what famous dishes can you tell us about i mean first thing that comes to my mind is kebab uh it's kebab um well kebab is obviously in the whole area right mm -hmm. uh but we also have a lot of um cuisine that i'm mainly exposed to uh okay. which is like georgian cuisine cuz half of part of my family is from there um we don't eat a lot of traditional food in our household like okay. i usually just cook a lot of pasta Uh, I cook a lot of pasta. I cook a lot of like Western food. Um, okay. Yeah, but mainly in our cuisine, we have um, the thing that are, that's like very traditional, uh, very, um, it like basically in our region we have like the bread, uh, like in that is made in tandoor. Uh, we have like kutabs, which is basically like a uh, you have a, a piece of you have like basically a uh, like. what is it called i forgot yeah i forgot the english name but basically it's like a very thin bread and then you okay. like add like meat and like other like you can add veggies as well and then you like slap it like make it a half circle sounds, or whatever and then yeah sounds tasty for sure yeah there, there's there's a lot of things going on there's a lot of things that we kind of got from other countries there's a lot of things that we uh, made ourselves and okay. there's there's a lot of controversy as well like you know some people some countries try to claim like this is our food like no this is our food like it, it happens a lot in this region kebab is something uh, that's a huge part of indian cuisine as well there's a lot of different types oh, yeah. of kebab here as well yeah i think um the dish itself is like um is like pretty much same across the you know across this region at least but like the way you prepare it i think is different and like the pe people try to make it go creative with it i suppose in different countries uh about 
Indian cuisine. I have been. It's biryani Indian, right? Like biryani yeah, it is. Stuff. It yeah, is. I Indian, mean, yeah. it's, it's Southeast. I mean, it's like South Asian, not Southeast. South Asian. Yeah, because I think. Oh uh, yeah, because even people in Pakistan, Bangladesh, Pakistan. and uh, I think a few of the Arabic countries also have biryani. I guess, have but biryani. I'm, not, I'm not really sure about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I okay. I well, I I know obviously biryani is uh, Indian, but like. I had a Pakistani friend who cooked it for me because I knew a lot of Pakistanis in Istanbul and I really liked it. The amount of spices there is absolutely divine. Uh, Like I I never ate anything like that in my life. (laughs) That's pretty great. Yeah. (laughs) Are there a lot of uh, Pakistani students who come there and is that how you met your friend as well? yeah 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 there's a lot of pakistanis um actually um i think um pakistanis i don't know how it came about but pakistanis are like um like feels like they're brothers to azerbaijanis okay um basically uh we have uh turkey and azerbaijan they were like uh basically like brothers to each other uh we've been you know in the region for yeah. uh you know centuries on and we've been ex- exposed to each other's cultures but then yeah. uh recently we had a war i don't know if you know but we had a war um in the region and like pakistanis were supporting us as well uh so that was pretty cool oh, you mean- what was this war uh it, it was a war between you know uh, azerbaijan and armenia Okay. Uh, for the you know for the area that we have here in Karabakh, um, so pretty much like around twenty years ago, uh, when the USSR fell apart, there was like a disputed region. Um, I, I suppose it's not really disputed since the international ro- law dictated that it you know uh, it belonged to Azerbaijan, but you know uh, Armenia felt like it was disputed, so like they attacked. Uh, and they claimed certain regions uh, of the you know of the area uh, okay. and then pretty much it was stuck at a stalemate for like 20 years and then uh then you know after some stuff happened like in the political uh scene uh we decided to reclaim those areas and now we're stuck at another stalemate because now russians are involved so yeah it's, it's pretty hectic um we had we received like a lot of like international support i believe india was supporting armenia Mm-hmm. Uh, and Pakistan okay. was supporting supporting Azerbaijan <laughs> like always going yeah. with each other. Yeah. That, yeah, that we really can't help, I guess. Like you I mean it's it's an age old rivalry, so yeah. It takes many forms all over the globe, I'm guessing. So. And it really sucks. It really sucks. Like I uh, I've met a lot of Pakistanis and Indians who were uh basically hanging out with each other in Istanbul. It was completely fine, like like you know their countries are do not have like bad blood whatsoever and in georgia i know uh we've had i know a family like uh basically they live in a in a big house on the first floor like they have armenians on the second floor they have azerbaijanis and they live in peace you know like they have no bad blood between each other whatsoever yeah, i think it's a lot it's never between the people, people right it's yeah, nev- it's the mostly, fight is never between the people it's mostly the, the government. governments that uh, drum up such uh, like use propaganda and drum up like a uh, resentment in the people against each other i guess yeah but it doesn't always work like that right like the government obviously you know government in itself 
it influences the way people think as well. Obviously, a lot of people do not subscribe to what the government dictates, but some people will do. And oftentimes those people have extremist views, like they have views that that can do a lot of damage. Yeah, Yeah. it's true. I mean, obviously the government and the people aren't separate because the government is made of the people, but... Uh, but uh, most people aren't depends on what kind of country you are in yeah that's, yeah and also that... what what i meant is usually like the government is not very good at representing its own people you know because yeah. the government yeah. like in our in our case yeah. uh, the government is you know included in the like top like one percentile of the earners like people there at least they they're like top one you know percentile earners of the whole country so the people in and the government are pretty people. wealthy is what you're saying of course yeah they're pretty wealthy right so they yeah. they do not really rep- represent the rest of the country yeah they do not represent our interests as well yeah yeah so what about like it's the so... tourist uh tourist like very famous tourist spots in Armenia? what would you suggest i mean sorry in azerbaijan in azerbaijan what, what? Spots would you suggest people visit first when they come? I feel like um, you need to go to the countryside more. A lot of tourists come to um, come to uh, Baku itself, which is obviously you need to come to Baku as well, but like probably for a few days. Uh, what I would suggest is like go to um, uh, go to the countryside more. Try to get like uh more activities in like more like the surrounding region rather than baku because baku is a it's a, it's a beautiful city uh but it doesn't have um it, it, i i wouldn't i don't think that you would find in baku something that you wouldn't find somewhere else um yeah. but the exact tourist spots i cannot i cannot give an example like we have like you can go to uh, you can go to Ganja, you can uh, go to Gabela, you can go to, you know, the, the surrounding cities pretty much, which uh, I find all to be beautiful. Okay. And yeah, but I cannot give a specific example because I haven't been there in a while, let okay. me tell you. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. Is it really not a tourist type place, like a tourist friendly place, this uh, Azerbaijan? Um, it is if you do your own thing, most likely like if you just uh, like take a bike and like you mm-hmm. go to the surround, if you have a guide, especially like it's a, it's a very tourist friendly place because people actually love, uh, people love Westerners, people uh, love someone who is just purely interested in our culture. Um, if you're talking about like uh, your average tourist who is like interested in um, finding, if you're interested in like, let's say the nature or stuff then probably Baku is not the best place for it um, because you have Mm -hmm. a lot of things to explore uh, outside of the city. That's true, yeah. Okay. What about Turkey? I'm pretty sure you uh, you would have visited a lot of places in Turkey while you were studying there, right? Which places would you say are uh, really worth visiting? And not uh, not just places that give like, uh, that uh, that you could go as a tourist. Like, uh, what about places that you could go as like a traveler? Like, people who want to um, uh, explore new places on their own, for example. Okay, that that's that's really problematic. Cause like, wh- when you ask me that, like, I can already like 
put myself in the shoes of a tourist in Turkey okay. and I can okay. think of like a lot of spots. But when I put myself in the shoes of a traveler or a, or a, you know, or a tourist in Azerbaijan, then I cannot think of a lot of spots because, you know, I haven't been, I haven't thought of myself as a tourist in Azerbaijan. That's but true. when I'm talking about Turkey, uh, probably like Fethiye would be really, a really good option. It's a, uh, it's a city uh, near, uh, uh, near Ölüdeniz, which is, I believe it's Black Sea. Um, so it's, it's quite beautiful to um, It's, uh, I think it's been like, it has been renovating for, uh, for decades. It's really beautiful. Um, then you have uh, like Pamukkale, which is like uh, a natural structure, which is like white. Beautiful. I don't think you have seen anything like this. So it's like a natural structure, which is like uh, on a, it's like white stone and you can like walk around it and stuff. It's pretty cool. Okay. I don't know what That sounds nice. Uh, and also Istanbul. Istanbul is quite fun to explore as well. There's a lot of like mosques. There's a lot of museums and stuff. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested in the Speaking in of mosques, is there like a mosque called the uh, Hagia Sophia? Is that? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. pronouncing it correctly? Yeah, and well, it's it, like was, a... it was... Yeah, it's like part church, part mosque, if I'm correct, right? Is that true? Um, so it was a church. Um, it was a church, then it became a mosque. Um, and okay. then it's, uh, it got closed down. So it like became a, um, became like a museum type of thing. Like it, it didn't, okay. it was not a mosque. Like it was a full scale mosque because uh, they didn't hold any like, uh, any like ceremonies and stuff uh, but I believe recently like a few like a year ago or something the president like opened it up again mm -hmm. uh, mainly political reasons so now it's a mosque again uh, my introduction to Istanbul was mainly from uh, from like movies pretty much like I actually western movies and stuff because usually people talked about the um, in the historical context, it was like called Constantinople. Um, yeah. Like before. Oh yeah, there's a song, yeah. right? Istanbul, not Constantinople. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's a really it's, popular it's song, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's yeah. actually one one of the first places that I got ex exposed to. Oh, that uh, song to Istanbul. Yeah. Oh, that that's song. nice. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, quite, it's a pretty catchy song, dumb. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it it's is. A pretty catchy song. So what is this profile picture you have? It's Gerard Way. He is the oh. lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Yeah, I, I used to listen to a lot of My Chemical Romance. So what else do you listen to? Uh, right now, I listen to a lot of Ariana Grande. I listen <laughs> Okay, that, to... that took a big turn. <laughs> no, but uh, listen, okay. Uh, I mean, I li listened back in the days. I listened to a lot of like emo, like you know, a lot of sad shit. And now I try to, you know, I try to listen to like, like hip hop, try to listen to, mm -hmm. you know, the pop songs, like those catchy tunes, like just have them in the background. Yeah. Uh, but but I still listen to my chem. I mean, I have the vinyl right here beside me. Actually, I have their merch as well. I still love my chem, uh, okay. but you need to grow up sometimes. But I still love them. <laughs> they actually re reuni they reunited uh, recently. Is it? Uh, 
Yeah, they did. I remember uh, like they broke uh, broke up and then I was really sad. <laughs> yeah, they they broke up back in 2013, but they reunited and they actually uh they were trying to get some concerts in, uh but COVID happened. They're going to do a world tour there. But you know what uh, it means when they say world tour? It means America and like some European <laughs> countries in Australia. Uh, they're also they're gonna go to Moscow as well, which is kind of close, which I'm very okay. excited. Oh, yeah. so you're going? Mm-hmm. You have plans to go? I have never been. Okay, listen, I've never been to Moscow, and I've never <laughs> been to a Mike Kim uh, concert. So you want to combine so, both and make it one big yes. trip? That's that right. is so yeah. cool. Two birds. Yeah, by the way, do you, have vi- you have vinyl next to you. So you're like you, you're uh, one of those people who prefers vinyl a lot. Is it? For, uh, no, no. I just bought a vinyl because I saw it in a store and I couldn't resist. I had to just buy it. Is it? Have you, is it just uh, like? Uh, did you buy it mainly for your showcase, or do you actually play it uh, with your vinyl? Uh, no, I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a. I don't have a player. No, I just okay. bought it because it was my Chemical Romance and it was a vinyl. I mean, I like, the, those vinyl records do look pretty cool. I guess. I mean, yeah, they do. They yeah, do. yeah. And also, I don't think I would play it. I would like use this vinyl yeah. to play because um, uh, I'm afraid of scratching the thing. Uh-huh. But that doesn't make sense because if I scratch it, then yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I should probably yeah. play it sometime. So what other emo bands did you listen to? Um, 21 Pilots. Okay, oh, I don't, yeah. I, I don't really... Okay, it's going to be controversial because people don't really consider... Don't really like calling something emo when it's not. Yeah. Uh, but emo-like band, uh, probably 21, 21 Pilots, uh, Panic at the Disco. Uh, like those bands oh, I love Panic at the Disco. Yeah, Evanescence, obviously My Chem. And I, I forgot... The rest. I also really like Mayday Parade, but I don't think they're emo. Um, yeah, and a bunch of other bands. Those are all nice, the ones you mentioned. And so is Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah, but the thing that always remained consistent, I always liked Eminem. Like throughout all of my phases, I think I always liked Eminem. What about bands so, like Green Day and stuff? Do you like Green Day? Yeah, Green Day. Yeah, Green Day. I also like a lot of old bands like Biggie's, uh, like Queen. Um, I also listen yeah. to a lot of Michael Jackson. Uh, Farid, it's been really, really nice talking to you, and it's really nice to know Likewise. that it's really nice to know that uh, we have a fan in you for the podcast, which is why <laughs> you heard. You heard. I'm he he all. said he listened to it. He didn't say he's a fan. Okay, are you a fan? <laughs> Yeah, of course I am. <laughs> of a, course, you a, have to say that as yeah. well. <laughs> it's a, not a. It's a. It's a fantastic project. I mean, I I yeah. like the whole concept. I have to Thank say, you. it's very original. I really like it. Thank, Thank you. you. That, that means a lot. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a pleasure to talk to you today. It's been really yeah. nice learning about Azerbaijan and Turkey and your history and everything. It's been really nice talking to you and meeting you. So oh, thank you guys. Yeah. We'll, we'll, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. If you want to chill or whatever, you know, my DMs definitely are open, we'll you know? we'll yeah, of course we'll message. We have nothing to do as well. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely get into your DMs when when yeah. we decide to chill. For, sometimes for sure, for sure, for sure, for okay. sure. For sure. Okay. All right. Have okay. a good day, guys. Have a good day. Yeah. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.